how do we create high-performing teams and organizations? How do we become great leaders? When we say leader, we mean everyone. Because at a minimum, you are leading your own life. You will either lead a life by design, or you will live a life by default. Those are the big questions, and this podcast will answer them. Welcome to the Becoming Your Best podcast, where we help you apply the 12 principles of highly successful leaders. Because we know great leaders produce great results. All right, welcome back to our Becoming Your Best podcast listeners. I'm Rob Schallenberger, and it's the beginning of a new year. (laughs) This is where most people set New Year's resolutions, and then within two weeks of the year, 85% of those New Year resolutions are already out the window and gone. (laughs) And a lot of that is because of the way it's worded. A lot of people are setting themselves up for failure as they write their, what we'll call a goal, but it's really a New Year's resolution, and they don't even realize they're setting themselves up for failure. So this podcast and over the course of the next six weeks, our podcasts are going to be designed specifically to help you through the transformation challenge and not just set New Year's resolutions, but help you have the best year ever in 2018 to accomplish your goals, to transform your life and team in whatever aspect is important to you. So the first invitation is to get the book. If you don't already have it, visit thetransformationchallenge.com. And get the book for free. We simply ask you to cover the shipping and handling, and we'll cover the cost of the book. So just go to thetransformationchallenge.com, get the book. We'll cover uh, the book for you while you just pay for the shipping and handling. Second, read the book and choose a real issue in your personal or professional life that is keeping you awake at night. It could be a problem. Maybe it's an opportunity. But this should be something that is a big deal to you. It could be personal or professional. It doesn't matter. And then third is to take the Transformation Challenge what you're going to read in the book, and apply it to that issue. Now, I just mentioned that over the next six weeks, we're going to walk through that book in detail and help you take whatever your goals, your problems, or opportunities are and really accomplish those maybe for the first time ever. Or maybe this is building on what you already have that is good and taking it and making it better. So what is the transformation challenge? I mean, that's the title of the book. What does it mean? Here's what it is. It's that you take any challenge, problem, or opportunity and use our proprietary six-step process to transform that issue. And what do I mean by transform that problem or issue? Well, how many times have you ever felt stuck? Or you know there's an issue, but you're not sure how to address it or to solve it or even tackle it or even begin in the first place. I mean, oftentimes that same feeling of helplessness that you feel with a personal issue, it's amped up significantly when you're working with a team because now you have different personalities involved in the process, different approaches different backgrounds. And so what may be a problem for one person could be 10 times amplified for another person. So how do you, how do you address those types of issues? Now let's make this very personal to you. When we're talking about transforming your issues, your problems or your opportunities, whatever they are, what are your three biggest challenges, problems, or opportunities in your life right now? Either verbalize them physically. I mean, like right now, verbalize them, say them out loud. Once you identify what they are, or Pause this podcast and write them down. This is that important. I'm asking you to take whatever the two or three biggest issues are in your life, personally or professionally, and let's address those. Again, maybe this will be the first time you've done this. Address that issue, that problem or opportunity, or maybe it's something that you've gone after in the past trying to solve and make better, uh, but weren't sure how to actually do it. So no matter where you're at in this process, 
The transformation challenge is about helping you transform that issue and be successful and have your best year ever. So let's go through a few examples of what other people have used the transformation challenge for. Some have wanted to improve their financial situation. You know, you have this goal of saying, I want to have this much money in your account. Well, how are you going to get there? What's the plan? You want to have a better relationship with your spouse, partner, or maybe one of your children. Okay, that's great. How are you going to do it? What's going to change? Uh, other people have used it to overcome an addiction to different substances, pornography, whatever it might be. Others want better health. I often see people put a target weight. You know, I want to be at this weight. Great. What's the plan to get there? Otherwise, it's just a New Year's resolution. Uh, and, there's, and there's a bunch of more. Those are just a few examples, personally, of where you could use the transformation challenge in your life. Now, on the professional side, a few examples that I've seen people use the six-step process for are how to increase your sales, how to hit a sales target, how to improve the customer experience. Because <laughs> companies who focus on and prioritize the customer experience will realize 60% higher profits than their competitors. That is a huge deal. Well, how are you going to do it? Uh, another one, how do we fix our hiring process? How to improve the manufacturing process and hit a target? Again, just a few examples of how and when you might be able to use that. Well, here's a real-world example of someone who took the transformation challenge, went through the six-step process, and took years of good intentions and made them a reality. This is our friend Liddy. She lives in Rwanda, and about three years ago, we had the chance to go to Rwanda and just meet an incredible group of influencers and leaders. We did a two-day entrepreneur success boot camp. There we had 200 entrepreneurs gathered in this room. Incredible experience to be there amongst such such a noble and amazing people. Well, after going through the 12 principles of highly successful leaders that you find in our other book, Becoming Your Best, everyone there was introduced to the Transformation Challenge. And we issued to them an invitation very similar to what I just gave you, which is instead of three, in this case it was one, choose one thing that is a big issue in your life. It could be a problem. It could be an opportunity, whatever it is. You know, what's on your mind? What keeps you awake at night? And in Liddy's case, she chose this issue. She wanted to build a school that would help break the poverty cycle for children in Rwanda. She said, man, I've had this idea in my brain for 10 years. Uh, it's been such an intention that I've been focused on. I mean, it's been something that she's passionate about, yet she hadn't ever really taken it and make it, made a reality out of it. She never really took action on those intentions. And how many times does that happen to you and I, where we have a good thought or a good idea and it stays dormant as this good intention. I mean, you have, the, I thought, you have the thought, you have the idea, but it never really leaves the good intention phase. Well, that was Liddy's case. She wanted to build this school. She just didn't know where to start. And so she took the transformation challenge to transform this idea into a reality. She used our proprietary six-step process that's found in the book, and she went to work. Each person there at the boot camp had one hour to go through the six-step process and ultimately develop their plan of who will do what by when. Liddy was amazing. She had her plan. She was excited. She was thrilled. You know, you never know how it's going to work out. And so we parted ways. We gave her hug, a hug goodbye, as well as many other people there that day. And, and that was it. As far as we were concerned, we didn't see or hear from her again until we went back a few months. Well, uh, it was actually a couple years later, a few months ago. So my dad was the one that went back there. Again, hosted a conference. There was almost a thousand people there, and Liddy was there. Liddy ran up to him, eyes wide, 
thrilled to see him, gave him this big hug and said, Steve, I've got to tell you what happened. So she went to work on her action plan that she got from the six-step process. She built a school, and it was an amazing success. So then she went to work, and she built a second school. In just a couple of years, she had already put more than 1,000 kids through that school, breaking the poverty cycle. Now, my question is simple. What would have been the alternative to Liddy not taking the transformation challenge and using the six-step process? Ten years of good intentions and nothing had happened until she took her idea, went through the process, put it on paper, and had the plan. And then suddenly, she has blessed the lives of thousands of people as a result of her plan and her action. Well, there are people all over the world in a very similar situation to Liddy where we have these thoughts and ideas, but we're not sure how to take them to reality. And over the next six weeks, as I mentioned, we will go through each of the six steps in detail, and then we're going to tie these back into five case studies. They're different people, they're different organizations who each took the transformation challenge, and we're going to walk you through each step. Now, how did the transformation challenge and the six-step process come about in the first place? Uh, Some people have asked us, you know, this is awesome, this is amazing, where did it even come from? Well, after having done all of these different seminars for Becoming Your Best and helping these organizations implement the 12 principles of highly successful leaders, we saw this need. And it started out as this informal research where in this pre-event survey or questionnaire that goes out to the leader of the organization prior to the event, they evaluate the members of their team in different areas. And one of those is how well do you feel like your employees, your teams, your managers know how to set goals, develop, and execute a plan? And they would rate their teams, and sometimes it would be a seven and an eight. And then after we were done with the seminar, they'd come back and say, man, I didn't realize what a disparity there was between what I thought they were doing and what was actually happening. And so out of 40 organizations that we researched in this process, we found that not a single one had a standardized process for problem solving and that would help them navigate change that invited collaboration and created alignment. In other words, out of all these organizations, each manager would have a different approach to navigate change and solve problems. Some were very competent, but most struggled to develop and implement a plan. How do you tackle that issue? And in the end, it would cost these organizations hundreds of thousands of dollars, millions, and sometimes even tens of millions or hundreds of millions of dollars in the process. And so there's a huge vested interest in making sure that as an organization, they have a standardized process that's exciting, that gives them the right starting point, that gives them a specific action plan to achieve their vision and whatever their goals and targets are so that everyone in the organization is speaking the same language and you empower the team to become problem solvers and they are solution-minded now, employees and managers. And that's where the transformation challenge evolved from and the organizations now that have been using it, it has had a huge impact on their results. I mean, banner years, best year ever type comments because now they have a process that they can use to say, where are we going? Where are we at? Why is there a gap? And how are we going to get there? So you'll get in the next five to six podcasts, very specific details on each of the six steps. We'll be right back to our episode. All right. The quick leadership myth today is that our team managers and employees know how to plan and execute a plan. (laughs) Now, why is that a leadership myth? When we do these planning and execution workshops around the world, we'll send out a pre-event survey or questionnaire to whoever the decision maker is who scheduled that workshop. So for example, the CEO, the COO, a division manager, and they go through all of these questions. One of the questions is, 
on a scale of one to 10, how well do my managers and team members know how to set goals, develop a plan, and execute the plan? And more often than not, the average rating is about seven or eight on that scale. And then we'll do the planning and execution workshop, and afterwards, on the debrief call, the discussion is almost always, you know, I thought my team knew how to develop a plan, yet I was amazed at how all over the map we really were. Now, what happens during the execution workshop? Where does this research come from? Well, here's an example. So we'll ask the managers or the employees, here's the problem, here's the issue, how would you solve it? <laughs> now, imagine in your mind a bell curve. Through this bell curve, you get all kinds of answers. So you may have one or two managers across the board who are fantastic problem solvers and solution-oriented people who know how to develop and execute the plan. But they are the outliers. They are the exception. By and large, almost everyone approaches this a different way. A lot of people will say, well, we'll get in the room. We'll brainstorm what the problem is, make sure that we all understand the problem, and then we'll go to solutions and ideas. And how much time, energy, and money has been wasted by that type of approach? Or you'll hear another employee or manager say, well, what we're going to do is we're going to set up a goal, and then we're going to follow up on that goal in a month from now and go from there. And again, you know, no execution plan. Who's going to do what by when? I've been with a car dealership, and they said, here's our professional sales goal for this quarter. Okay, well, let's take a look at the plan. Who will do what by when? What do you mean the plan? We have the goal. <laughs> And so suddenly, as a leader in the organization, they realized what this lack of planning and execution has been costing them as an organization. And so the leadership myth that many leaders believe is that, yes, my team, my organization, we know how to plan and execute. Where in reality, if you get into the details, it's amazing how much time, money, and energy most organizations are losing because they don't have a process to actually plan and execute and achieve the results that they're hoping to get. And that's why the invitation is to download or invest in the Transformation Challenge right now. It's all we ask is that you cover a small shipping charge, and we're going to give you the book for free. Just go to thetransformationchallenge.com, get a copy for you, get a copy for your team right now, read it, and then take the Transformation Challenge together and see what impact it has on the results as it gives you a clear process that you can use throughout the entire organization. So go to thetransformationchallenge.com. You get the book for free, just cover a small shipping and handling charge, and you should have it within just a few days. Now back to the podcast. Let me give you a brief introduction as to the five case studies that you're going to hear about over the course of the next six weeks as we go through the six-step process together. The first case study is a challenged marriage, and you're going to read about this in the book. Here's a very brief overview to that. So you had this couple who met in college 18, 19 years ago. They fell in love wonderful relationship together, and then kids came into the marriage. <laughs> and according to this couple, once the kids came into the marriage, the time that they were able to spend with each other slowly started to de de deteriorate and diminish. And so over the course of years, what once was just a fabulous relationship filled with love, passion, and enthusiasm slowly devolved a little bit. And there's no doubt they still loved each other, but they just didn't spend a whole lot of time with each other anymore. Uh, the mom, the the wife felt more like a taxi service, and the husband was always gone, working, doing the things that he was doing, and they would come home, and sometimes they'd just see each other and you know, say hi, and how was your day? Great. And that was the extent of their conversation at the end of the day. And so here you had a couple that after all these years of being together, they loved each other, yet over the course of time, the marriage had devolved into really just 
flying by the seat of their pants. We call that uh, individually leading a life by design or living a life by default. And this particular marriage had devolved into a marriage by default. They weren't leading by design anymore, and they just let life and time take over. And so the question is, you have this couple. They're in a situation where they still love each other, but they see the writing on the wall. If something doesn't change down the road, uh, I mean, they've drifted apart, and they've heard stories of people after 20 and 30 years of being together getting divorced, and they never thought that was possible. But now they can start to see this writing on the wall that if they don't start leading a life by design or creating a marriage by design rather than a marriage by default, they may – face a similar fate. Well, where do you start? I mean, if you're in a marriage, where do you go from there? there? You could sit down and you could discuss the problem. Instead, this couple decided to take the transformation challenge and apply the six-step process to their marriage. And on the next podcast, we're going to go through step one together of the transformation challenge and see what this couple did to get started. The second case study is about Flying J. Now, for those familiar with Flying J, you know what a large organization it is. For those not familiar, it's a truck stop organization, one of the largest privately owned companies in the nation, billions of dollars. The person who started it was Jay Call, a close family friend of ours. He loved to fly, hence he called the name of the company Flying Jay. Well, almost 15 or so years ago, Jay was unfortunately killed in a plane accident. And so a long story short is Crystal, his daughter, who was chairman of the board at the time, took over the role of CEO. And shortly after taking over that role, the CFO came to Crystal and said something along the lines of, Crystal, we're out of money, and not only are we out of money, but we need to come up with around $400 million in the next 30 days or we're out of business. <laughs> now, could you imagine if that was you in her shoes? How would you respond? I mean, she went to a lot of her advisors, and a lot of the people around her told her, Crystal, the only way out of this is to file Chapter 7 bankruptcy and liquidate the company. In other words, Flying J is done. And that's what she was hearing from a lot of people. So now she's alone as a leader. What does she do? How does she approach that huge problem that keeps her up at night that certainly is going to impact thousands of lives and families? I mean, here she is in this situation. She's got 30 days to figure it out or she loses the entire company that her dad and family have built over the previous decades. And you're going to see how she walks through these six steps and transforms the entire organization as a result of that process. The third case study, there's an organization in California that services residential housing for these large utilities, and they're the intermediary. So imagine that there's this large utility company, and they hire or subcontract, if you will, some of these other energy companies to go out and service the residential homes on their behalf. And that's what this particular company does. So they had a contract with this large utility company worth about a million dollars. Now, they had other contracts with the same utility worth even more than a million dollars. So there's a lot on the line here. And in this particular case, with this particular contract, the utility company came to uh, our friends at this energy organization and said, look, the reporting time after you service a home is five days. You're taking nine days to report the numbers from the audit and the energy surveys and what work you did. And it's totally unacceptable. Well, if you don't fix this, we're going to cancel the contract and find someone else. Now, they are known throughout the industry, this particular company, as being the highest quality provider in the state. So this is a total abnormality to have that kind of service deficiency. Well, as a team, they didn't really have any thoughts on how to fix it. As they looked at the facts, they're like, okay, well, 
What can we do? The reporting time is nine days. We need to get it to five or we lose this contract. They're stumped. Well, fortunately, this organization, we've been working with them for a couple of years. They had the six-step process. And instead of sit there and wallow in the problem and the issues, the leader of the organization gathered the team and said, all right, together, we're going to go through the six-step process. And that's exactly what they did. And you're going to see how they found a solution to that. The last example is a direct sales or networking, excuse me, a network marketing professional. Here's a lady. She'd been very successful in her organization through life. She wanted to make an adjustment. And so she exited her current business and she wanted to try network marketing or direct sales. And she thought, you know, this is going to be great. I'll have this passive income. Things are going to work out wonderfully. Uh, not realizing that it was going to be pretty tough. <laughs> so she contacted a few family and friends and they told her no. And all of this enthusiasm and excitement that she started with quickly faded away. Well, what then? She took the transformation challenge and here she was in a place of no hope. She'd started this new venture, but quickly realized it wasn't what she thought it was going to be, that she was actually building a business. She knew she could do it because other people had done it, but she's at a crossroads where she doesn't know how to do it or approach it. So you're going to watch her as she goes through the transformation challenge and takes her direct sales network marketing business and really blows it up from a place of no hope. So those are the case studies we're going to walk through over the course of the next six weeks. Here is the three invitations again. Get the book, read it, and choose one issue that you would like to transform using the six-step process. You'll see how some of these other people did it. Flying J, a challenge marriage, this energy company, a lady getting into direct sales. And there's a bunch of other examples that we can and will use, but these will get you started to see how universally applicable the process is. So be the anomaly. Most people don't take action. They just hope for change. And once you get intentional and focused, the Transformation Challenge will give you a clear way forward to not only achieve your goals, in many cases, to surpass them and open doors that didn't even appear to be opened. I personally have used this in my own marriage. I've used this with my son. As a company, we use it all the time to develop a way forward. And then we debrief and make adjustments to the plan along the way. Uh, there are three different companies in the next two weeks that I'm going to go out and do a planning and execution workshop for. Uh, they've all read the book beforehand. They're excited. And I just got off the phone with one of their executives, the one putting together this particular planning and execution workshop. And he said to me, Rob, I read this book and it was amazing. I've, we've had a planning process in our particular organization, but I've seen several deficiencies now in that plan and process. And not only that, he said, I have a daughter in college who she's trying to figure out life. I mean, it's all in front of her right now. She doesn't know where to go, what to do. We're going to have her take the transformation challenge. And he also said, you know, I loved the relationship or the marriage example that you used. Uh, it sounds eerily similar to our relationship. We're going to do this as a couple. So he was ecstatic about it. And that's the power in having a process that you can use to address your biggest issues, problems, or opportunities. 2018 is the year. Let's not sit idly by and just dwell on the good intentions, but let's take those, set the SMART goal, the specific measurable goal, and then use the six-step process found in the Transformation Challenge to achieve and surpass that goal and realize your vision. So what now? If you haven't invested in the book, go to thetransformationchallenge.com, get the book, choose your issue, problem or opportunity, go through the book, keeping that issue in the front of your mind and taking the Transformation Challenge for that issue, and then definitely listen to the next five podcasts and see how it pans out in these different case studies 
and how it applies to you. So wishing you a wonderful week. This is all about helping you make 2018 your best year ever. Thank you for listening. Would you like help to apply the 12 principles of highly successful leaders in your life, your family, or in your organization? Call us today at 888-690-8764 to speak with a helpful representative to evaluate your situation and how we can help. Or visit becomingyourbest.com. Whether it's a corporate training event, keynote, workshop, trainer certification, or personal coaching, it would be our pleasure to serve your needs. Once again, call 888-690-8764 or visit becomingyourbest.com today.